0: Welcome to the TJ Tells It podcast. I'm your host, TJ, and this is your straight talk guide to the health and fitness lifestyle by a non-traditional fitness enthusiast. Have you ever said, I could never complete a 5K, lift weights, or take a spin class? Do you ever think, I wish I could eat healthier, take more time for self-care, and actually stick with it? Maybe you're afraid to go to the gym because you don't know where to start or what to do, or are you just looking for a little motivation to get out the door? If any of that sounds like you, then you're in the right place. Each episode, you'll hear the truth about how to start a health and fitness lifestyle with tips and tricks to staying on track and motivated, as well as the ins and outs of becoming a healthier, more optimal you. As a bonus, I'll introduce you to some of my favorite wellness enthusiasts around. Lace up your shoes and let's get this journey started. Hey, hey y'all welcome to the TJ tells it podcast I'm TJ your host and today we are talking about discipline it's funny enough that discipline is the topic of the day because I am recording this at 10: 21 p.m. the day before it comes out I set a goal for myself of coming and talking to y'all or sharing an interview every week from here on out as long as the TJ Tells It podcast lives. And so I am tapping into some of my goals and tasks and ways that I stay disciplined with things, um, whether it be health and fitness, putting out this podcast, doing my day job, whatever it may be. And so I have come up with seven kind of tips, tricks, whatever you want to call them for how to stay disciplined, on your health, fitness, and wellness journey. Also, in the background, you may hear Zoe tip-tapping around. If you don't know who Zoe is, go check out my Instagram stories. She appears daily. She always waits until I start recording <laughs> to decide to get something to drink or to walk around. But let's get this going since it is kind of late at night. And I want to make sure that I give y'all... All the things about staying disciplined. So the first one that I have for you is to challenge yourself or compete against yourself. I love a good health fitness wellness challenge, whatever it may be. I have done several health fitness related challenges I did the heat challenge in 2019 and I did two rounds of it and I really loved it. It taught me a lot of things about myself and about how to stay disciplined. I meal prepped, I planned, I used some of my own motivation tips and tricks, telling other people, having an accountability buddy and planning ahead to stay disciplined on my journey. Competing against yourself will also allow you to stay focused and know who you're actually competing against. It's it's against yourself, your own personal best, and that will keep you disciplined. And that leads me to my second tip or trick about how to stay disciplined, which is don't compare yourself with others. I know that that is way easier said than done, and you can fall into the trap of, well, so-and-so is faster than me, so-and-so is smaller or bigger, depending on what your gains or losses may be, or so-and-so looks better than I do, has more equipment than I do, can do things better than me. And in reality, this journey is not about what other people can do. The journey is about what can you do and how can you improve yourself along the way. I try to put, make my input be what I want my output to be. So rather than compare myself to others, I let others' successes and reaching of goals motivate me to keep going. I can see that it's possible for them, so then I know it's possible for me. I am seeing the success in reality So it becomes a concrete thing rather than this mythical idea of reaching that goal weight or lifting that heavy weight or managing to do self-care on a weekly or daily or monthly basis, whatever your goal may be. I let the input help me determine what my output will be. Do I look at others and sometimes go, God, I wish I could do X, Y, and Z? Absolutely. But I will say this, that that comparison isn't where I stop. I then go, okay, I wish I could do X, Y, and Z. Let me figure out how they did it. Whether that be, I asked them how they went about it. I Google the heck out of it to see how to get from point A to point B and what that in between looks like. Or I just attempt it myself. For instance, I saw someone on Instagram was doing, I believe it was a hundred squats a day for a 30 day period. And I was like, you know what, I probably can do that. Let's see. Let me see what I can do, which takes us back right back to the first one, which is challenge yourself. So I challenged myself to do 100 squats a day. Did I do 100 squats from start to finish all in one set? Most days, that is not how it happened. But I was able to do it because I saw someone else do it, so it cemented that concrete idea that the goal was attainable. It's very common in other sports too And that, for instance, when you break the four-minute mile, first person does it, then it makes it achievable and then you'll see a series of successes of other people reaching that same goal. A lot of times you just need to see that it's concrete and it's possible and that will 100% help you stay disciplined when you're reaching for your own goals. So remember, don't compare yourself to others and where you are to where you know your best friend is or your sister your brother may be or even your teammate because you all come from different starting points with your own challenges and comparing yourself to someone else will just lead to a spiral of I can't get this done and I don't know how I'm going to do it but rather let that input motivate you to take it a bit farther you know that it's possible so you do it. The third one is is to make small changes over time. I'm a huge component of it is a one step at a time process. I don't just say it, I actually believe it. So you make those small tweaks every time you are like, I need to reach a new level, what's the small step that I can take to get me to that point. I like to use my water drinking journey as an example of that small change over time. And I'm not perfect with getting all my water in. A lot of times I'll go through a week or more of just being kind of bad about getting water in. Do I get water in and get more than the average person potentially? But I don't compare myself to others. So I don't really know that to be true. But I compare from what I know I can do in a day and what I should get for optimal health and I make small changes over time. Does it mean that I fill up my water bottle before I sit at my desk? Does it mean that I do a infused water this time in order to be able to get all my water in that day? What am I feeling like? What do I need? And I make that small change to get myself to the next point. If you've had this goal of, I wanna drink a gallon of water a day, I do not suggest that day one, you pick up a gallon jug and you drink it all day long. But rather, you're more likely to stay disciplined with your water drinking if you take it, say 20 ounces at a time, or you make a small change to, you drink a glass of water when you wake up and you take a glass of water before you go to bed, and then maybe pick mealtimes to drink another eight to 20 ounces of water And you'll be surprised how quickly that adds up, but how it's also a easy way to stay disciplined along the way. Can you maintain this goal or the small change that you made? If you're finding that you're like, I picked a small change and it's just not working, maybe you need to break it down a little bit further. Maybe you need to take it in a half chunk of whatever it may be. So if a gallon of water is your goal, maybe you start with 20 ounces and add from it day by day, add another 20 ounces on, then add another 20 ounces on. And if you keep making those small changes along the way, you're more likely to stay disciplined in your water drinking journey. The fourth one is forgive yourself, be flexible. You are not going to be perfect. This journey is not about being perfect. I don't strive for perfection. Okay, so real talk is I do strive for perfection. I sometimes get in my own head and I'm always like, oh, I really want this to be perfect. And so I I, I need to do this and I need to do that. And it can sometimes cause paralysis. Or you beat yourself up about, oh, I didn't eat perfectly this day and if you're a macros counter, I didn't hit my macros today and then you beat yourself up about it. Each day is a point where you learn about yourself. You learn what you need in order to keep moving that one step at a time along the journey. So you have to learn to forgive yourself. You are not going to be perfect. I am talking to myself along with the rest of you people. You're not gonna be perfect. But if you keep making small changes and you compare yourself to yourself, you challenge yourself, and you let your inputs from others reflect what you want your output to be rather than comparing yourself to others, you're more likely to be flexible along your journey and forgive yourself when things don't look like you think they should in an ideal world. Do I think it's great to imagine what your ideal perfect world looks like? abso freaking If you don't have anything you're striving towards, then you don't know where you're going. But you have to remember that that is the long-term mammoth, everything is perfect in the world goal. And then you have to take it back down a notch and think about what's realistic for me right now. What small change can I make? How can I challenge myself? How can I let someone else's input help motivate me to reach my goal and then be flexible in it. Choose to go out and see your friends in the world where we could go out and see our friends. I know some of you live in parts of the country where you do get to go out and see people, but choose to have that glass of wine, choose to have a chocolate bar if that's your thing, but don't beat yourself up if that's the choice you make and it fits into your lifestyle and realize that some days are just gonna be better than others and forgive yourself for it, go, Okay, what did I learn from it? Turn it into a positive. What did I figure out? And how can I use that as a new tool in my toolbox? So the other tip, the fifth tip I have for you is strive for consistency over perfection. If you're consistent in living a healthier lifestyle, consistent in moving more, consistent in making sure that your mental well-being is being taken care of, you're more likely to stay disciplined along the journey. How do I stay consistent? Well, I'm not not perfect at it, but I set a goal and I remind myself of it. I tell other people of my goals, and then a lot of times they'll check in. They'll be like, how's it going? What's it doing? And just knowing that someone may check in to see how it's going, and I want to be able to give the most positive report I can about it, or at least give the true tea about what's going on, I strive for consistency. I don't strive to be perfect because that is not a reality. And I love to stay grounded and real about it. So I strive for consistency. Do I set alarms? Absolutely. Alarms help me stay consistent along the way. Do I map out 30-day period in the future and plug in where I want to be at the end of the 30 days and then figure out what little things I can do along the way to get me there. Yep, that's how I stay consistent. I challenge myself with a 30-day period of time and let other people who have done that 30 day challenge, if they've done it before, motivate me, keep my small changes going so that I stay disciplined along the way and know that that 30 day period may not be perfect or I may need to adjust on the fly. My back might go out. So instead of doing a heavy lift, I may do yoga and stretching, but knowing that is what my body needs, keeps me moving along. The sixth thing is probably the hardest part of staying disciplined which is to do you. Know yourself. Figure out what you like to do. Figure out what you like to eat. Figure out what makes you the most relaxed. Know who you are and don't let other people steer you off your path. If you know that's what you need to be the optimal you, you need to do that. Do you is a hugely popular phrase and a lot of people say it, but do you actually live it? I currently live it. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do me and this is what makes me happy. I love reading a good romance novel, so that's what I read it. I don't care what popular society says or what people joke about about it, but that's what helps me unwind and relax at the end of the day. I love watching Big Brother on TV. Some people just don't get it. I love it. I got sucked in uh, during chemo treatments and now I'm a Big Brother fan for life. I've been watching since the very beginning, but I'm a hardcore, like I need to watch it when it comes on. I was very concerned about COVID keeping me from watching Big Brother this season and was really excited That it was coming back and we were going to have a season this summer. You can ask anyone I talk to in the like two week period leading up to it. What was my positive thing that I was saying? Big Brother's coming back. But I like it. It makes me happy. So I do me. I love to walk over run, but I do like to add a little run into my walk. I say I walk with run break. I do me and I'm okay with that. When You are Going along, doing what makes you happy, you're more likely to stay disciplined, but you have to be real and honest with yourself. You have to take the time to learn what you like, try a bunch of different things, taste a bunch of different foods, really take the time to honestly answer the question of, does this make me happy? Does this suit where I'm going? Does it meet my goals? And you're more likely to stay disciplined along the way because you're doing you. You're not comparing yourself to anyone else. You're challenging yourself. You can make those small tweaks in your life to add in a little bit of happiness and you're more likely to be flexible and forgive yourself for the things that don't necessarily move you along your journey in the apparent concrete way, but rather you have to dig a little bit to find the positive in that crappy race or that bad, quote unquote, bad day of eating or what have you, but you can tie it back to something that makes you happy. For instance, you may have gone to a restaurant and you might have had an appetizer, an entree and a dessert, and that may not have been what your ideal was when you went in the door, but you could be spending time with friends and that will make you happy. Knowing yourself and doing you will help you stay disciplined. When you say, It's 1030 at night. I'm going to record my podcast because I'm disciplined about this. And someone else says, oh, no, you should take a break or you've worked hard. So just let it go this time. But, you know, in your heart of hearts, that's what you want to do. Be determined about it. Be disciplined and do you. The last tip that I have for you, tip number seven, is to know your why. Set a goal. I have talked about this (laughs) previous episodes of the podcast, I've given you the tips to how you should do goal setting and how you stay motivated along the way, but it is a crucial component to staying disciplined. If you don't know what you're striving for, you're more likely to just let it go. You're not likely to find the small things, be flexible, to challenge yourself if you don't have a goal or know your why. My why for making sure I get movement in during the week is so that I'm not tired. I've leftover food tea from chemo even 10, 11 years later. I know I need to move because that's my prescription for feeling better, to being able to have the energy to stay up, to, to do those other fun things that I wanna do in my life. I know I have to move it. I stay disciplined about eating a gluten-free diet because I know I feel like crud if I have gluten. I mean, it's not, it's not pretty, it's not a good look. But I stay disciplined about it. I am hardcore, do not cross-contaminate my food. I need to know all the things and I will ask all the questions. I will do meat at a restaurant. Oh, you're gonna need to talk to the chef. Okay, have the chef come out. I love talking to chefs. I like food, I like to cook, and here's a meal. Nine times out of 10, that works. I know my why, I know my goals, and so I can stay disciplined. I don't eat Krispy Kreme donuts because I know what passes through my mouth while In reality, it may at one point have tasted really good. I know how bad I'm gonna feel afterwards, so I stay disciplined in what I need to eat. It's the best way I can describe how I get from point A to point B is to remember where I came from, make those small tweaks and changes, and I challenge myself to stay consistent. Just as a recap on the seven ways that you can uh, stay disciplined, The first one is to challenge yourself, compete against yourself. The second one is don't compare yourself to others. Let the input reflect what your output is, but don't let the input stop you from doing what you want to do. The third one is to make small changes over time. Don't try and bite off the whole thing all at once. You want to drink a gallon a day, take 30 days to get to a gallon, partly because you're going to need to make sure you got enough toilet paper in the house because you're going to be peeing all the time but you're more likely to stay disciplined and consistent after the 30 days drinking more water than you did on day one if you take it ounce by ounce, step by step. The fourth one is to forgive yourself, be flexible. Remember that you're not gonna be perfect, that the fifth rule is to strive for consistency over perfection. Perfection is not attainable. You can strive for the ideal, but keep yourself grounded in reality. The sixth one is to do you, know yourself. Take time to think about whether or not what you've been doing day in and day out that is supposedly healthy for you is making you happy. If it's not, then I would argue what is healthy for someone else may not be healthy for you. And if you aren't happy, that sounds unhealthy to me. The last one is to know your why and set a goal. If you know your why, you know what you're striving for and why you're out there sweating, why you're out there not eating the glutinous deliciousness that other people talk about, you're more likely to stay disciplined. Take those seven tips, stay disciplined, let me know how it goes. I will be back on the mic next week. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next time for another episode of the TJ Tells It podcast, telling about a health and fitness journey. You can find all the archive episodes and show notes at tjtellsit.com, forward slash podcast never miss the next episode by subscribing through your favorite podcast app such as stitcher itunes or google play or just sign up for my email newsletter on tjtellsit.com not only that signing up will score you a free weekly fitness planner. you can send your questions to tj at tjtellsit.com in between episodes you can follow my journey on instagram or twitter by following tj tells it until next time